The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everyone, to the Late Night Legends internet radio show and podcast. Uh, Very excited to be back. I was off for a week, and then we were all off last week uh, to celebrate the 4th. So technically, we're celebrating the 3rd, but, you know, whatever. It was for the 4th. So I'm super excited to be back, super excited to see you guys. Uh, With me tonight is Frank. Hi. Tressa. Hello. And James. Gonna do some finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ashley is feeling a little bit sick tonight, so we wish her well and hope that she feels better. And Kara is off tonight. She Yay. has a well-deserved day off today. Kara she has been doing well- so much. She also not working today. Like, was today like a total day off for her? Because I feel like that doesn't happen. You know what? Um, I did talk to her a little bit more than when she's at work. So I believe that she was off work as well. Good and her. very, very deserved. She had an incredibly busy weekend. Yeah. Amazing. But I want to hear about what you guys are up to first. Who wants to go? All right, I'll go. Uh, everybody, go to onfiretonight.com every Thursday at 1 o'clock Central. You can catch us live. We're live all week, but that specifically, you'll always find us. And uh, yeah, okay, thanks. Bye. Fantastic. Frank? Uh, the only thing that I wanted to mention is if you're going to be in the Chicago area on July 22nd, we're going to the uh, Oddities and Curiosities Expo at McCormick Place. So catch us there as a team. Come by and say hi and win yourself a Honey Ham gift card. That's all I got. <laughs> Which you only have to recognize one of us and then admit that you recognized one of us. <laughs> and 
is a thousand percent yours. One thousand percent yours. Ten dollars. Store credit. Whatever you want. You don't even need to know our names, just that you recognize us. That's yeah. it. And that you're willing to admit it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key. Really? That's the crux there, Jenny. You got that. That was spot on. You're welcome, sir. Uh, James, what do you got going on? Um, I actually finally have a show that is spooky related, which is Ooh. nice. We're doing a reading of a new play at the end of the month in the uh, East Village in New York City uh, called The Nameless Thing Between Us. And it is two sort of laymen trying to conjure a demon uh, to help them resurrect their loved ones who have passed. But as with a demon, things are never that easy. Uh, one, I like that premise. Two, I like the uh, the strange change in accent in your voice at the beginning of that as well. That is four years of voice and speech training. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have, a co- I have a college degree in pretend people here. I don't know if, I don't know if it's... I I got straight A's in my accents and dialects class. I have a binder. That's impressive. I got to tell you, that's awesome. Well deserved, too. Now now I see. Obviously, that is the work of an A student. It's the most useless skill I have. (laughs) So this weekend was super fun. Um, I don't know if I can say super fun more times or super excited. I'm just going to put that in front of everything tonight. Um, But Kara and I went to the pop-up Paracon hosted by uh, and presented by Chris Fleming, where Dave Schrader was the host of the panel that our own Kara was on. Kara's best friend, David Schrader, that is. Best friend. Best friend, David Schrader. Um, And it was so much fun. Everybody was really, really great. There was some good guests on there. Um, You know, we ran into a few people who have already been on the show and then hopefully we'll be on the show so we will be posting pictures and links back to um their episodes and just a really good time so definitely uh follow her on facebook uh follow any of those guys on facebook and they're they're doing hunts and tours and all kinds of stuff all kinds of paranormal conferences like all summer into into fall so also, Kara has a Threads account, so you can follow her. But I don't know what it is. I think I ha- I think I follow her. I think I got I got a Threads account as well. Oh, okay. I did too. I did too. <laughs> Somebody claim late. Why is Legends. nobody following me? Come on, Somebody, give me a shit. I, I literally just well, okay. So Kara found me on Instagram, so she could like, and so it's all the same. It's because in- yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm following you, too, because I follow you on Instagram anyway. And I just hit the follow all button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She is. I I don't know. Yes, I will plug her. I will plug her. I believe, and it's hard to tell, it's either Kara one underscore Philip or Kara two underscore Philip. Follow them both. One, because that's her Instagram. Okay. It's that. Yeah. So, but it was really, really fun, you guys. Um... There was an archbishop there who was really cool. Um, yeah, she was wearing like a little pride pin. Her church is like all about inclusivity. And she blesses a lot of the uh, ghost hunters in, in the area. Oh, and she's okay. got a book that I'm excited to read. That's all about like the paranormal and the Bible and, and just cool historical. <sighs> that's so. right. That is my jam. That sounds great. That's cool. 
I will. See, I will absolutely uh, forward you the name of it. Yes, do please. See, I'm down for the religious so folks great. who do the who do the spooky stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And don't condemn all mental illnesses and two demons. Yeah. 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 And, you know what? She was so. She was so so sweet. Um, she did touch on that in one of her panel questions. Was what? was. Like how you reconcile that too? Did like, you ask the question? I did not. <laughs> I did not. But she did touch on it, like about how you know, hey guys, like these things not always demons. Like maybe, maybe go get some therapy. And- <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it is. Sometimes it isn't. Yeah. But mostly just, it isn't. I'm here just like it. with anything. Just like with anything. Um, but it very. Very, very fun. So lots of really neat people um, at that at that pod, um, podcast, not the not the podcast, the conference. It was great. Sure. And we had fun. Anyway. Nice. Well, thank you, Dave Schrader and Chris Fleming for doing a good Paracon. It was great. It was great. Also, and it was thank- on the back, which is really cute. Also, thank you to, for, uh, to Lord Cronus for uh, saying hi in the chat. We asked him what he has going on, and he said, uh, not my beard. So oh, he noticed that I, sh- I sh- I'm a little baby face tonight. Yeah, but, but that's okay because it's making the eyebrows pop. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are those new glasses? No, no. I've had these for. Uh, I, I usually don't wear them to podcast though. Oh okay. Did you cool. maybe um, like do something different with your eyebrows because they seem very? They're very, they're very like prominent and well groomed. Uh, she did a good job. I will I will deliver those compliments personally. In fact, let me go ahead and mute myself so I can clickety clack out of my keyboard. I'll let her know right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mute that one. Yeah. Um also want to mention that we met a couple of the people from uh the show Expedition Expedition Entity. Um, oh, not Expedition Unknown. No. Mm-mm. No, that's Josh Gates. I know. Oh, I know. He's coming to uh Aurora. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to see him anyway. Uh, but very cool people, so definitely want to plug that too a little bit. And are you done clickety clacketing? I'm done. I am done. Cool. Facebook is is borderline unresponsive, so I don't know if she'll get this message. But <laughs> next 2024, right? 2024, sir. Great, plenty of time. I can plan that. The kids will be old enough that I can leave them with a grandparent for oh, a weekend. Okay. Nice. I, I think that That's might be great. the first time that we're going to be together, actually, all of us. I think all of the legends oh, are coming yeah. out. And uh, I might uh, make it a little saucy and invite some uh, some old people that were on the podcast. Maybe we'll talk about that off air. Can we have like a rumble, yeah, like the fun. new versus the old, just like, across the room? I was going to do like the like the Anchorman, like the fight scene amongst yes. the news teams. Yes. Like it's the old podcast. I get the <laughs> Ah. Brick, where did you get a hand grenade? <laughs> Speaking of tridents. Yeah. 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 I'm like really excited about this, by the way. I'm so excited about this one. Um, I really, really Also, A plus on that segue, girl. Yeah, yeah well done. <laughs> She's a professional, guys. I'll take it. Um, so we're going to be talking about mermaids and to a lesser degree, sirens. Because what I have found, um, and and I noticed after I started reading more, is that I do it a lot myself. But I sort of transpose mermaids with sirens, mm-hmm. right? and I get a little little confused, and I kind of forget the fact that sirens are actually 
more half women, half bird who kind of hang out on the shore or hang out on islands. I think it's because I always think of birds and then herpes, but you know. I feel like in modern culture, it just is, mm, it's fuzzy and people forget that they're half birds. I totally forgot that you said that again. I'm learning for the first time. Formerly was just like sirens are a type of mermaid. Right. And they're, they don't actually go in the water. They're like along the, like the coastline um, and on Mm -hmm. islands and, and even in um, uh, the, the Odyssey. Uh, they're mentioned and it's a thousand percent. There's like an Island of sirens. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I always kind of transpose them with uh, mermaids and then forget the fact that there's other things other than the heartbeat with wings. Oh, Oh my life. Oh my life. They're all part of that seafaring life. It's all in that. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate that a lot. But so I have been around oceans for my whole life, right? Um, started to go to Central America when I was really young, um, you know, so spent a lot of time at a big ocean and in the ocean. Um, you know, started scuba diving when I was younger, got certified when I was 28, I believe. Um, I've been snorkeling since Ooh. I was like six or seven, maybe. Wow, that's great. Um, that's really so awesome. <laughs> lots and lots and lots of time in the ocean. And I'm endlessly fascinated because there's so much stuff that we don't know. And the creatures down there are insane. And some of them make sense from an evolutionary standpoint, and some of them just don't. Um, so the idea, and of course that idea is really appealing to me. Uh, you know, hey, I can go swim in the ocean and I don't have to ever get out. So I wanted to be a mermaid. And you see all of the, um, you know, cartoons and hear all the stories and all of those things. Um, my other part of it was the Little Mermaid I read originally as the Hans Christian Andersen story and saw that and you know read that before i saw the little mermaid so the idea was always very romantic but also very disturbing um spoiler alert she doesn't make it what she turns into a gas bubble (laughs) what the fuck oh yeah she did she big did to to tie theater into this for a, a quick second, uh, there is an incredible musical that is based on like a Haitian version of the same story. It's like a Haitian retelling of it called Once on This Island. And it takes there's I will say it is slightly problematic in that it is a story about Haitian Caribbean life written by white people. So mm. take that with a grain of salt. But it is the Little Mermaid told through the lens of like the Haitian, like Haitian DR side. So it's like a little bit more of like a colorism story necessarily than like two separate worlds. But it is a beautiful musical and it does have the same sort of ending. But instead of turning into a gas bubble, she turns into a tree. (laughs) Oh, wow. But yeah, that's because the prince has another person who he's betrothed to and like... 
Mm-hmm. Always the prince, man. Always Everybody the prince. Everything up. Prince Jenny, gets to live. Can yeah. you do like a, a very quick, vague overview of the actual Hans Christian Ooh, Anderson yeah. story? For oh, yeah. our dumbass listeners who aren't totally familiar, like all of us very much are. <laughs> <laughs> So roughly, it's it's the same rough story as The Little Mermaid, right? She falls in love with, with a prince, um, sort of on, on sight, decides that she has to introduce herself to this individual. She finds a sea witch, and the sea witch offers her, her a deal, make you know the prince fall in love with you within a certain period of time, um, and then proceeds to get in her way at every single moment. And instead of like just her voice kind of being on on the line it's actually her life so she ends up um losing the prince's attention and he falls in love with a with someone else and is engaged to be married to somebody else and she goes back into the she throws herself back into the ocean because she cannot stand to live without him anymore and and turns into like sea foam yeah like her body disintegrates. We got uh, we got Nick Hansen saying number one dumbass listener here. <laughs> so it's darker. It's a little. She doesn't win in the end. But then the prince marries the sea foam, right? Hmm. Yes, he does. Absolutely, <laughs> he collects it into a tiny bowl, and they live happy ever. <laughs> yes, Tressa. So moving on, Hans Christian Andersen uh, in Denmark. He's Danish, that's Denmark. Um, so I guess that it's very prevalent to have uh, mermaid sightings, and that's where he got this idea for this the original story because it was very prevalent in the culture. Um, now, the earliest mermaid legends appeared in Syria around ten or around a thousand BC. Uh, there was a goddess, uh, a targoddess. A her goddess, her goddess, which I've done a phenomenal. That's exactly how you pronounce it. In no way did I get that wrong. Um, anyway, she drove, she dove into a lake to turn into a fish. Hmm. Seems about right. She just wanted to be a fish hey. and the gods were like, you're too pretty to be a fish. So we're going to keep you with the face and the boobies and then just give you a fish tail. So, so that's how that started to begin with. Um, whereas sirens, sirens also originate in myth, um, obviously in, in Greek myth. And, and there were a couple of different retellings of that where in one of them, they were supposed to be the guardians of Persephone, I believe. And when they failed to guard her, I think it was Persephone, but anyway, the one that gets dragged down to Hades. Yeah. Right? Persephone. Yeah. So they were supposed to be the minders of her and they kind of screwed up. So they got turned into these horrible half woman, half bird creatures um, that called men to their death from the rocky shores of something. Yeah. That's how I um, go. I like how in Greece, like the, the, the punishment is always, we're going to turn you into something that then kills a bunch of people. Oh yeah. Yeah. And women were usually turned into something absolutely disgusting and terrifying uh, that would just kill men. Just well, and, and then men were just 
tortured straight out for eternity. Yeah. Like, let's peck yeah. your liver and have it heal. Yeah, pretty much. Push this rock yeah, up the hill. Push this rock up <laughs> perpetually. Every day. Which, I mean, if you look at it that way, I mean, I'd kind of rather go the hideous monster who kills things. Kind of, yeah. Oh. You know what? Would look yeah, yeah we win. There. All your oh, hair turns into one. snakes. And by the Fuck way, yeah, it does. Hard mm -mm. yeah, pass on that one. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm into it. Mm -mm. So then mermaid sightings continue through the ages. Um, second century Gaul, mermaid corpses were found washed up on the beach uh, to the extent that the governor of Gaul um, wrote a letter to the emperor about it. Um, these next two are very interesting because I had no idea. So in the 18th century, we've all heard of Blackbeard, right? Yeah. The pirate, one of the most infamous pirates <laughs> of all time. Um, he, he used to write about him in his logbook, and there were certain areas that he would not sail because it was supposedly mermaid infested waters. Oh, wow. That's like the craziest thing to me is all of the old, like sh captain's logs, like yeah. Columbus, Blackbeard, like it's yeah. a, it's frequent it's like more frequent than you think i know and james you just said my next one which was i had no idea about it was columbus columbus oh. reported seeing mermaids and he saw he, so much shit <laughs> and when he saw them he said they're not as pretty as they're painted oh damn, oh, damn. <laughs> isn't there Burn. an extensive log of them having sex with them as well uh, yeah, they had sex with a lot of things. <laughs> no, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. That was something that because they they're men and it's Columbus. So he had to claim everything as his own and put his dick in it. Yes, of course he did. Are you kidding me? Listen, I try not to like as an Italian American, I try not to think of the negatives of Columbus. I'm sorry, but, but he sucks. Lord, there's there's like no positive to Columbus. There's no. no positive. No, there's not. No. There's not. I'm very not. firmly in in like camp Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. But like, anyway, as the mermaids. On. Yes, I'm... as we're moving. Get over it, James. We're moving on. <laughs> sorry, it's just okay. uh, this is the first and, appearing. And, this. and this is and this is going to hurt your heart a little bit more too, because most historians think that he was actually talking about the predecessor predecessor of the of the manatee. That is correct. Which is a sea cow, and it looks very similar. But they do they do tend to stand kind of upright on their fins. Wait um, a second. Columbus was fucking so many manatees, James. A lot of sea cows, James. Manatees. I used to do, I did a project about manatees when I was in like fifth grade. Because you're you Italian. Should, you should feel better knowing. Oh, because I like manatees. Because <laughs> you're Italian. He loved them a lot. I don't like this. I feel in danger right now. I don't feel comfortable. Okay, we're going to move James on. We're going to move on, James. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're heading into 1943 in the Kai Islands. Uh, Japanese soldiers of World War II saw many mermaids or manfish sightings. Uh, claimed to be fairly tall, having spikes on the spine, shoulders, and a neck. Um, hmm. They were also said to have light pink skin and a mouth like a carp. And instead of a single tail, they had um, like four almost like frog-like appendages, like stronger legs with fins and arms with, mm. you know, webbed fingers, things like that. And and That's a lot of a lot of them saw it. Um, 
a lot of soldiers saw it and a lot of soldiers reported back on it. I always appreciate a good sighting that feels like there's a bit of science behind it. Well, just wait, because we're not through the sightings. Huh. I love wait, this. wait, this wait. Great. Can, can we check on this. Frank? I think that Frank is about to have an aneurysm. I'm blue screening over here. I can't even believe half of the stuff that I'm hearing about, but I'm here for it. I'm here I for love it. this. It's, it's, coming, it's coming at you, Frank. Just, just buckle in. I'm more in this so far 28 minutes than I did the entire four years of I, my high school science experience. <laughs> And high school health class, because yes. I'm already now like... Yeah, we're moving past this. James, Frank, put it away. Tressa, I can see, has already moved past it. She's with me. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's move on. 1967, Maine Island. Tourists on a ferry saw a mermaid claim that she had blonde hair and was eating a raw salmon. I picked it, girl! Yep. I picture this, this being like, it's like she's beautiful, she's beautiful, and then just this munching away on, yep, mm -hmm. like a cord on the cob. Uh, uh, oh my god! <laughs> Picking the bones out one by one, but like again, a lady. Again, this is one of those things where it was seen by multiple people. Love it. Which takes us to 1998. Why? Why? Kauai. Sorry. Hawaii, like K-A-W-I-I. Yes, yes. I don't I don't understand what I'm doing in between reading and then actually saying the words. Something's getting lost. Yeah. I don't think I'm having a stroke because I don't smell yeah. toast, but no. <laughs> <laughs> a boat. So a boat of 10 people claimed to see the same mermaid. There was a, uh, a ocean videographer uh, on board, right? So he jumps in because he's got his equipment, apparently, and he wants to get a picture of this thing because everybody's seen it. He was, um, he saw what looked like a woman just about 10 feet away swimming with a, pod, with a pod of dolphins and keeping up with their fast pace. Um, she suddenly jumped into the air, revealing the obvious uh, mermaid style tail. And so he got into the water, um, and he said that about an hour later, she brushed up against him while swimming away. He quickly snapped images and was able to capture her in one photo as she swam, swam away above them. Um, these images were submitted to three high-profile photography labs, which analyzed them and, sold the, and, and said that the images were real and hadn't been tampered with. Now, I could not find names of these photography labs. I'm sure that it was uh, not disclosed being that they didn't want to be the ones to authenticate mermaid photos. Mermaid and photo. the, the photo, I have to say, it, it's very similar. It, it does look like the torso of, of a woman, and it's just blurry. And this so, is the one in Kauai? And this is, yes, Kauai. this is the one in Kauai. Uh, Why does this ocean photo guy not have a clear photo? What's that about? Well, well I mean... He's not a very good ocean photo guy. <laughs> I should have looked up his work, honestly, and I didn't. Now I'm kind of kicking myself, because that would have been good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. to I googled like, oh, Hawaii like mermaid and just got a bunch of <laughs> all these photos are just blurry fish. Yeah, I want to see some this, blurry the fish. Jeff Liker. Yeah, yeah. Leave me alone, Google. I didn't ask you. Okay, <laughs> James is having a meltdown. James, you found the real photo. The government's after you. <laughs> God, <laughs> you're on a list. All right, uh, 2009, Kirat Haim Beach. Multiple sightings of a young mermaid. Uh, 
NBC actually claimed to get footage of the mermaid um, with a hundred with a one million reward still available about getting more footage in. Uh, all the footage by both the crew and the people uh, watching uh, transferred to the Center for Coastal Ocean Research. Um, the center's director examined the evidence and said, though it was impossible to clearly state that the figure in the footage is a mermaid, it still remained a high possibility. I don't know. Does it? Not quite sure on that one. So 2012, there is a dam in Zimbabwe called the aptly named the Zimbabwe Dam. Ah. Um, the dam was blocked and they sent, they oftentimes send, you know, um, divers down to fix things. Uh, which is a very high paying job, by the way, if you're managed to get it, I may or may not have looked into careers in diving, but mm-hmm. yeah, dangerous, but really, really well paid. Yeah. Um, so dam workers were trying to install a water pump and they, uh, couldn't do it because the, the pumps kept getting blocked. Uh, divers were hired to see what was going on. Uh, after going down to check them out, the local divers and workers swore they would never return again because they had seen a mermaid. Um, the I, the myth of a of a mermaid is prevalent in some areas in Africa, used primarily as a warning to keep children away from, you know, the shores and the body of water, as one would want to do in Africa with large predators roaming around. Um, but so no one believed them. The company didn't believe them, and uh, they they kept sending other divers to go, and they kept reporting seeing the same thing and kept quitting, and it, the dam is still not finished. Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. So that's creepy. Yeah. Um, there have been numerous sightings. There was a whole thing on Discovery about it. Uh, numerous sightings in Alaska. And one of one of the like uh, the reasons given for this is that it's it's actually an Inuit folktale of a of a mermaid or a mer creature, which again is sort of seen as bipedal, right? So like having just flippered legs instead of just one tail. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce what the what the name of the god was, because I will absolutely butcher it, especially right now since I butchered everything else. So every so often they get sightings in and around um, areas in Alaska. Um, Kodiak Island, a husband and wife both saw something. The husband went swimming. He felt a hand around his ankle and felt himself being pulled down. And the wife saw him thrashing, started running towards it. She was up on shore, started running towards him and saw a green hand and a bit of tail coming up out of the water. Wow. He managed to thrash and kick and free his way out of there. Um, this is why I don't swim in things that aren't like pools. Thank you. Disgusting. No, thank you. I don't care if that's a turtle. Do not touch me. No. If I can't see the bottom. No, if I can, no. and there are animals in there. No, you're missing out, you guys. It's it's amazing. Uh, no, it so no but that's what I'll do. I'll do like nice, you know, 
I went to Hawaii, went into that water because you can see the bottom. You're swimming in a giant toilet, a giant animal toilet. No, thank you. But a bird could poop okay. on you walking down the street. This is and it has. And? And I don't like it then either. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's been a couple of sightings there. Um, I know that one of the one of the um, cryptid shows that that looks at mysteries and people missing in Alaska um, started to sort of propose this theory that perhaps it was some sort of some sort of mer creature that followed like the the migration patterns of the salmon. Hmm. I found it weird that salmon kept coming up, but I don't know. That's just because it's a large fish that people just tend to recognize easily. It's I pink, know. like people like women. I had it for lunch. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, James. <laughs> I don't. I don't like fish very much. I know I need to eat it because, like, I know it's good for you. I do not care for it. I don't care for it very much. I, it needs a lot of sauce. I need to drizzle it in like teriyaki. I don't know what kind of fish you guys are eating, but fish is delightful. I like fish, but I don't like salmon. No, I don't like salmon either. Yeah. Salmon's like salmon and cod. I can do that. Cod is good. I can do, I can do uh, squid. I love like. Oh, oh my god. Nope. I, was I will in, eat squid I could, and I will not eat octopus. I could I could do squid, but I don't do octopus somehow. I don't do octopus. Oh, well, I'll do both. I don't, they are aliens. Concerning. If you would read Thank my you. blog, Thank you. you'll find out that they are alien life forms. Yes. I can eat deep fried fish sticks. That's about the extent of my fish. That is it. I also do enjoy my fish breaded and fried to the point where they don't have an identity that resembles yes. a fish. Other than the bread. Yeah. Delicious. Like That's fine. Fish from See, put okay. some cilantro and mayo on that. You got a delicious taco. Oh, I can't do cilantro. No, I'm one of those people. Oh, the soapy people. What? Yep. No, nope, we're going person. back to it. You know who doesn't enjoy their fish fried is mermaids. So we're going to go back to them. They don't. <laughs> Interesting. I would, I would imagine a deep fryer would be hard to come by at the bottom of the Atlantic. Uh, yeah. There's oh, got to be a VFW hall somewhere near an ocean, oh, right? Maybe they can like, use like one of the thermal vents to heat the right oil. There. And since oil and water don't mix, they could probably like jerry-rig something. So mermaids? So mermaids. mermaids. <laughs> so anyway, we've kind of mentioned this, you know, like like divergence from from the sirens, but they are oftentimes um I I think people just kind of use them interchangeably. So has everybody seen the TikTok dudes videos? The one you sent the other day? Uh that was the one that Tressa sent. And I've no. seen some on TikTok. Okay. I don't know the specific guy, but I remember going down a rabbit hole of TikTok yeah. mermaid videos for a while, but that was a while ago. I'm anti-TikTok, so I've not seen anything. Oh, you're missing Same. out. Good times. I will watch things people send me. I do not have the app. I, I'm I only out. have the stupid we, banner. We, I will send some in the Discord, but these videos are very creepy. He's a, he's a deep sea fisherman on a very large fishing boat. And he started to notice things following him and following the you know the boat in the wakes, and he started hearing sort of like these disembodied voices that are that are higher and sort of melodic. And they sort of like throwing fish on the boat, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and he's had inner you know he's had exchanges with these creatures, and he's caught brief real, real question. flashes of them. Real question here. 
Yeah. If this is real, and if this man uh-huh. is saying that his experiences are real, why would you go through a platform like TikTok where your videos are like six or ten seconds or whatever bullshit, and not just record actual cell phone video? There's like, ten minutes, and because everyone is on TikTok, that's why. Yeah. Because, because you can make money off of that, and because everyone is on TikTok except for you and James. That's I, why. I don't know. I, if I was actually having a real experience, I would just record straight. He most film. likely has a like YouTube as well. Most TikTokers have a YouTube okay, and a TikTok, and they yeah, like put I'd their long going... one, looper, super long ones on YouTube, and then put the like the bonus episodes, like the short, concentrated ones, on TikTok. Because you can go for I ten minutes. So, like, I didn't know yeah. that you can get paid as a, a TikToker. So just by the sheer fact that there's an incentive, a monetary incentive, makes me think that some of that may be fake. Just saying. Well, yes, there is a monetary, but There's- we're also con- we're also taking out of consideration the fact that that these commercial fishermen are away from home, huge long oh, periods whoa. of time, right? And wait, we're, real quick, we're, we're real, real quick. Yeah, TikTok payments are like five bucks a week. It's not like you're getting paid. Yeah. It's like it's an incentive to make more. It's it's nothing. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Jen. No, that's okay. And it would be, you know, for, I don't know, notoriety or to talk to people or to bond with people or that makes more whatever. Sense to me. They're, they're I, the same, you know, famous. I would also say the age of the person doing the filming is probably in there as well. Cause like if they're on the younger side, they're gonna be like, I'm going to put this on the TikTok. He's like early 20s, right? Yeah. There you go. They live their life on TikTok. Young. He's very young. And, yeah. you know, like the commercial fisherman guys, like, they're a special breed of their own. So they're on like what four months straight and then they're yeah. home for yeah. well, like yeah. it's insane. My wife it's is obsessed like, with deadliest catch. Yeah, this life. isn't like cruise cruise sort of weather or ocean that they're in. They're in and cold and people die on a regular basis. Usually their parents were fishermen. Like it's you know, so who knows? You know, maybe that's a thing that they don't want news. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but anyway, he releases these videos and they're really good. They're, you know, you can't say that they're 100% real, but you also can't say that they're 100% fake. They sound really good. There's, of course, all this controversy um, around it. And it's just one of those things that it just looks so cool. And it's just such a... It's just such an interesting thing to watch, right? Did we, if, oh, go ahead. I was saying, did we talk about that article that was like, if mermaids were real, this is what they would like? Yes, and that's what and that's what we're coming up to right now, James. Yes. Um, yeah, killing it for these segues. They do look, you know. There's there's some very clear fakes and things out there, right? Um, the this guy's little clips and little videos look very real in the way that these things sort of move around in the water. Um, because this kind of leads into my own personal belief. I kind of believe that something like that is down there, right? But there's no way that it looks like our our typical or ideal fairy tale version of what a mermaid looks like because it just ariel is not a, uh, ariel's not real so yeah doug would like to chime in in the chat and say that mermaids uh would look like ariel <laughs> doug yeah come on okay doug we're gonna talk about the other mermaids and not not the pretty ones 
So the pretty ones live in the Caribbean and they're perfectly suited to that area and they're beautiful <laughs> you look for them when you go visit. We're going to talk about the other ones. The ones that are a little scaly, a little yeah. spiny. Little like, that's like the thing, when you mentioned the, the Japanese one that had the spines yeah. and everything, I'm like that. I can get behind that. Like right. on, at like a drop of a hat. Sure. Yeah. Yes. You have me. Yeah. So I came across this, um, uh, phrase that I really, really liked and I didn't get too far into it. I really want to find it here. Um, it was, I have a note someplace. Um, it, but it was, it was a different kind of evolution. So like this theory that it was, it was like some of us at that, at that area went onto land and then some of us went to the ocean and then developed from there. Mm -hmm. So some ocean facts, and this is uh, some of my personal beliefs, not only in some sort of underwater creature that is very, very much like a mermaid or what we would have thought of as a mermaid, but also Megalodon. I'm just going to throw that in there too. Um, you could pop Loch Ness in there too. You yeah, know, you know my thoughts on that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, James. Let's get Nessie. Yeah, popping and locking Loch Ness. Let's do it. <laughs> popping and locking. <laughs> All of Scotland just groaned. <laughs> Suck it. All right. So, you know, oceans make up this vast area, right? And we've explored exactly 5 to 10% of the ocean. 80%. 80% of something that covers 70% of the world has not been mapped out and not been explored like at all. It reaches astronomical depths. I there know it's cliche and yeah. I'm sure everyone's heard it a million times from me, but we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. Yes. Very true. Yes, we do. There have been, there have been more people who have gone to space then there have been people to the bottom of the ocean. There have been two. Two people have gone to the bottom of the ocean. So wild. That's it. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it is. And that is inside the Mariana Trench. There was a, it was called the Challenger something that that went down and two people. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Um, we find things and rediscover oh. things that live in the ocean all the time, constantly. So my one of my favorite ones to talk about, obviously, is the um, the, the coelacanth, which is a plated fish, very large, but it was thought to go extinct about 60 million years ago. And in, I think it was 1938, um, somebody was down, they lived in Africa, in off the coast of Africa and some explorer was down and, and saw this fish recognized what it was and said, Oh my God, this thing's extinct. Where did you find it? And these guys were like, it, we eat it all the time. It's like, <laughs> it's right over there. Do you know? The Louis fish shack. <laughs> I mean, we're all Catholics Friday night. That's what we do. And yeah, and that's what we do. Um, and, and that's one of my favorite ones. Um, and I'm a big shark person. I love sharks, right? The most recent thing 
the most recent shark that we've discovered, we just discovered a shark. It was like in in the late um, 2010s and in 2023. Is this the frilled shark? This is the ghost shark. Oh, I did see the ghost shark. Finally, I saw something that you're talking about. Yes, the ghost shark. It's really cool. It's got like white eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see if I can get a picture of this beast. Hold on. Yeah. I mean, the frilled shark was crazy. Have you ever, I forget what it's called. There is some creature that has only ever been caught on camera like once or twice. But it like is this weird organism that just like grows and it adds to itself but when it adds it adds like modules so like it'll add one that can like propel and then it'll add on one that can help with like lung like breathing sounds fake is he on tiktok no this was pre-tiktok this was like i forget what it was called but it's like a weird kind of jellyfish like like thing but it's this weird trailing thing that kind of just like floats, but it's All like right. this weird segment. I put thing. the ghost shark on the stream. If you're watching the stream, you can see the ghost shark. <laughs> but now yeah, I'm gonna take it. The ghost shark okay. is awesome. All right. Um, and there's a there's a bunch of other stuff that was, you know, discovered. Greenland shark. That's a huge shark. A massive shark. It was How old does it get? How old does it get, Jenny? How old does it get? It gets to be like three hundred years old. No. No, like almost 500. Yes, you're right. 500 years old, this shark. Yeah. 500 years old. It's insane. We first found it in 1932 and then didn't see it again until like 1950 something. Like that's, that's nuts. There's so much stuff. Um, the ghost shark, like the goblin shark. That's a ridiculous one. That's a deep <laughs> shark. That, looks like an shark that one sucks. Yeah, that one's crazy. <laughs> so it's it's just a huge huge amount of area um and i bring this up because if if we have these sirens slash mermaids which i very much think we do there's any number of places that these things could be and if they are intelligent then they have no problem hiding there is no no problem for them to hide anywhere and uh, I finally found the, the term that I was actually looking for. Excuse me while I rustle my papers because I'm old and I take real notes. The aquatic ape theory. Oh. That's a cool theory. That's cool as hell. Again, it's where we broke off. Some of us went and hung out on land and then the rest of us just kind of went and developed um into these sort of siren mer creatures <laughs> i would like to tell james um i know that you wanted to put in the uh the, the chat here uh where you went but just so you know that goes up on the stream uh, the best place to tell us <laughs> secret information is the chat because now everybody knows you're going for a tinkle just letting you know uh, so wait talk about too much water <laughs> <laughs> so Half of us went and had a luxurious, like, swimming lifestyle for eternity, and the rest of us got fucking jobs and pollution and bullshit. That's great. That's great for us. I know. We were not the more intelligent nope. of the two species, is what I'm Mm-mm. thinking. So, James had sent out this article as soon as we chose this topic um, about the the evolutionary idea of 
mermaids and if it was something that could actually be. And I believe that the title of the article was something like Mer scientists say mermaids were really, really hairy. Um, something like that. Yeah. yeah it was something very, very strange like that. And, you know, the article was pretty good, but that led me into a bunch of other ones. Uh, the most memorable thing, memorable thing I think about that article was it was written by a Dr. Scales. <laughs> I get it. I, I get a joke. I mean, I'm not kidding. It was written by Dr. Elizabeth Scales. He's like, ugh. Amazing. I have no choice. This is my line of work now. Here we go. Um, it was written by stars. I, I like that article because it led me to a bunch of other articles about what something would look like. And shit like that. Yeah. Wait, oh, can I ask what the, the theory is behind hairy mermaids? Because oh. there's not a lot of hairy aquamarine. Uh, I think it was uh, in terms of like sea lions and like seals going down that route of like. Right. They got like whiskers, but they're not freaking like, hairy, right? They are hairy. Sea lions. They are? are? Yeah. Okay. I retract my statement. So, but that is, that is a good question because that is based on the supposition that a mermaid looks like a half is is a half woman or man um and then half fish so it's kind of taking it like what if we put like stitched up like you know a human upper half and like put it into the ocean um he's taking the columbus theory yeah yeah he's taking the columbus <laughs> theory uh, how can i fuck this <laughs> So, uh, you know, which is which is true. Any mammal that it lives in the ocean most of the time, unless they're primarily in warm waters like the Caribbean, is going to need to have blubber. And even those mammals have some degree of either hair or blubber. So to keep them warm, because obviously warm, warm blooded, there would also have to be some sort of raised nostrils or blowhole wow. um because just having a face like this like is not conducive to like hanging out in the water all the time it's like to go you yeah. gotta go up to the surface yeah. so like yeah so that would be another thing um and the way they, they looked at the way a mermaid's tail is typically illustrated and then the way that that uh, uh fishes tail is is actually works the mechanism of it mm -hmm. and it's super not um what is it hydrodynamic yeah hydro yeah. i actually pulled the article yeah the classic teardrop shape yeah. of a fish is the most hydrodynamic right and so the way that the tail is supposed to move is sort of up and down and Good. you know this is the way to go with it now uh they that so kind aren't, of, aren't dolphins up and down though? yes and that's exactly what i was about to say was um that a lot of the mammals do move their tail up and down but they they have more of that sort of aerodynamic shape instead of just like arms akimbo hanging out just sort of creating drag in the in the Stupid water arms. um but yeah, that it would, become, it would be cumbersome and not very agile which are two things that you you don't want to have in the ocean yeah, I think they said something like, you can get away with the tail, but your arms have to be different. Like, you yeah. can't have both. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah, because your because you your arms. I mean, that's one of the things that they that we do learn about, like in scuba too, is like your arms are pretty useless when it comes to actually swimming or actually moving. You just kind of keep those things real close to you, because um, they're just flying all over the place down there. They, what are you gonna I do? I mean, couldn't they just learn like through evolution where to position their arms? But so that it would, wouldn't be. But that would like, lead to then adaptations as right? far as like they wouldn't look necessarily the right. same because like if you're keeping your arms this way like but only when they're swimming like i swing my hands when i'm walking but i don't do it all the time but, but a mermaid would typically swim like 90 percent yeah you know i mean you don't hang out at like the water cooler at your break time at your <laughs> shitty job like come on just constantly doing this i mean they would have to have very well-defined like pecked muscles because of all the pushing up on rocks they would be doing right that, yeah. why no they just use your tail they're not little mermaiding all the time like when they want to go above land why no. would they do that why wouldn't they just like hang out like vertical underwater just like hanging out arms to the side we got arms a comment that says uh, realistically <laughs> no one can say whose depiction is correct being as no one has proven evidence or photography of one bum, bum, bum. air horn yeah, obviously but evolutionarily speaking, these things make the most sense. Um, Checkmate. Yeah. So, you know, and and again, like the the craziest thing, continue or the craziest things continue to to be recognized and to be found within the ocean. This particular article that we read talked a lot about. Um, you know, uh, the pressure per, per square inch that you, you get into. So every 33 feet underwater is an atmospheric pressure. So that means that, that, um, at sea level, a balloon full of oxygen is, is going to be like this. Well, you take it down 33 feet, it's going to half, and then it's going to continue to half and half and half. So it, it, everything gets pressurized down. And one of one of the arguments that's like, oh, these things couldn't be real is based on that pressure that that the body couldn't sustain such pressure. Um, but if it were a mermaid and it had gotten adapt to living in the sea, I mean, mammals can can adapt down to the longest and deepest dive was almost almost two miles. And that was by a whale. Uh, recorded two hours and 17 minutes. One of them was found later on to be able to hold their breath for almost four hours and dive to incredible depths. So it's not really an argument against. There is like, I know it's not the same level of depth, but there is a group of people who live somewhere warm watered that do a lot of fishing, but they've just like naturally their like sort of community have developed like increased lung capacities and they can like hold their breath for extended amounts of time and like walk on the the ocean floor to fish yeah yeah uh the last trip that i was on we were down we were down maybe um i don't know 40 to 60 feet and one of the guides who was remaining on the boat is a free diver and and he's been training and training and training he jumps in and you turn around, you've got the oxygen, 
you're down pretty deep and he's just waving at you like mm. nothing but fence you know so you can adapt to a lot of different things we've got um, uh nick hansen saying so mermaids aren't fat they're just big boned <laughs> I have no response to that. I have no idea. We would like to introduce a segment called Theoretical Blubber. <laughs> I do like the idea of an entire segment dedicated to just trying to science anything that pops up on here. Like, all right, I mean, we kind of do. Let's do it. All right. You've got, you've got Revnelli in the chat that's trying to bait us into our, like, just weird disagreements. Some anti-evolution yeah, shit. Anti hey, you know what? We did have that ex uh, this uh, discussion about Mothman, and we've decided he's a space Dracula. That's how the science plays out. That's what we do here. That's called science. Oh, yes. The scientific the method. We solved it. it. Thank you. Boom, boom, boom. Wait, where is Doug seeing pretty... You know what? I can't look at. I can't look at. Don't, don't, look at the yeah, don't. Keep going. Don't, 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 don't encourage him. I can't do it at all. It's not to be encouraged. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we've discovered so many things in the ocean. I have zero doubt that there are some sort of sightings. Um, one of my big things of of getting me to believe in any sort of cryptid, any sort of creature whatsoever, is if there's so many different reports from ancient peoples you know so like if the inuit in alaska have tales and then there's also blackbeards seeing these things and then you know you go back to columbus you know and they're all in different locations and there's a lot of similarities so not all never mind <laughs> Not, not all mermaid sayings are created equal. Is what you. I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have just brought up the Lama signing. I, I was going to try, but oh, I'm God. done. I'm done. Pretty sure he just enjoyed having sex with various creatures. Thank you. That's cool. all I'm saying. Yep. He was like, look. It's one of those things. Being a bloodthirsty colonist, like <laughs> colonizer, like okay, I got that. Also, fucking fish. No, I'm sure it was way more than just fish, baby. Now listen, he was fucking now, everything. Yeah. Now <sighs> technically, technically he wasn't, you know, with fish. It was fish. still a mammal. It was still a mammal. So <laughs> calm it down over there. Slightly the random between, side between thing. animal and human. It's just blurring the lines. He's like, "Well, I got to figure it out, guys." Have any of you guys watched the show The OA on Netflix? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay really weird show got canceled after the second season but when i like talk to people about him like all right the first show is about how the first season about how interpretive dance saves the world the second season involves the main character telepathically linking with an octopus it's weird if this doesn't have anything to do with mermaids i'm i'm She's just, fine. who knows who knows at this point okay it could very well involve mermaids at some point that means continue Jenny, Jenny is just gonna snap james yeah She's just gonna go post. Listen, I am here for this. This is literally one of my favorites. So I have never seen anything in the ocean um, that has been extraordinarily. I've not discovered anything new or had any sort of paranormal experience in the ocean, but I can tell you 
as soon as you get under the water, you know you're not supposed to be there. It's a whole different world. Um, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. I will do it for the rest of my life. But it's not someplace that belongs to us by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm on board. I'm on board with these creatures. Not, of course, looking like the Disney princess version. Um, you know, but but for sure looking very similar to humans. Um, isn't there, and, and I don't remember what it is at all either. There's a, there's a trick that the human brain plays on you where- Pareidolia. Yeah, where you see human faces or faces mm -hmm. in anything that looks similar. Yeah. No like doubt the pattern that recognition, right? Yeah. And there's so many things, especially if this thing is like some sort of predator or trying to hide. Um, you know, that's uncanny valley. That's two different things. Uncanny. No, that's, that's like, like uh, people get so weirded out by it. Like, oh, what, what what existed in early man's whatever? Because we're afraid of uncanny valley. It's like a whatever. There were many subspecies of Homo sapiens. Like, yes, that's it. That's yes. It's not scary. It's not alien. It's not cryptid. It's just right subspecies that's it so so if these things were predators um you know there's the ocean is filled with just straight up tricksters right so oh, many yeah, things. angler fish and yeah angler fish uh the the mimic octopus um dude what's with the octopi they all are there. fucking crazy there is is it the curtain octopus is that one that just looks yes like yes the vampire shape the vampire octopus, yes, absolutely. So the mimic octopus is, um, it, it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It will change into anything, whatever. You know, there's there's so many things that will transform to look into other, like other, other things in the ocean that it's a predator. Why wouldn't it have some sort of like human-like disguise? 100%. Yeah. So I'm on board. I'm mm -hmm. on board with it being real. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. As you said, there's far more unexplored things in the ocean. Like, who's to say? I, I think, Jenny, if anybody, if any one of us here is going to see something in the ocean, it's going to be you. Because Tressa <laughs> and James are not swimming in anything that's not a pool. And I have nope. thalassophobia. So, like, I'm scared of the ocean specifically at night or if it's just too dark. So, like, if I go, like, five feet underwater, it's also very dark. So, I'm out. I'm out at 5,000. I also have bad sinuses and it hurts. <laughs> That's, oh. It's ouchies for James. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll do it, but I'll hate it. That's all I'm saying. I, do you take I pictures when you're down there? Do you have? Do you like take underwater photography? No, I will all? next time. The next trip is uh, scheduled for February, so by that point, I'll have some sort of like GoPro or something that can nice. get that awesome. kind of depth. Where, Where are you going? Oh, yeah. Where are you going? I'm going. I'm going back to Belize. It's my favorite place in the wide world. So. Anyone listening, if you donate to the Late Night Legends Patreon or uh, just send us a donation to our PayPal, uh, we'll send that specifically just to Jenny's Belize Fund for her GoPro. Perfect. Wonderful. And I will I will take so many videos of whatever weird stuff I find. She'll take weird videos for you. 
just for, put him on TikTok. Also, like you should probably double that donation because I'm gonna go with her, and I I don't have a way to pay for that. So. Yeah, can if you yeah. we'll also contribute fifty uh, percent of the funds that we won't raise to uh, Tressa's airfare as well. Everybody, <laughs> thank you. And we will try to get Tressa into the ocean. No, I'm okay. Maybe Frank and I but... can just be on the shore with hammocks. <laughs> James and I will be on the shore with hammocks, eating fried fish that no longer taste like anything from the sea. Uh, in Hawaiian shirts, yes. even yeah. though you're in Belize. Yeah. I'm down for this. This sounds like a good time. <laughs> All right, field trip. We're doing uh, it. Sorry, yeah. Jenny. February. February, guys. No. Oh, I'd be thrilled. I would be thrilled to have an entire crew of people go with me I because I love that country and that island so much. I want everyone I know to be there. What is like the craziest place you've dived? Like not necessarily like what is like uh it's probably just the the depth um cuz it's all just small dive sites around Belize, but you can go well you you can go, you're not supposed to go um oh. down to like 90 feet. And sometimes there's little swim throughs and whatnot. So what happened the first time you went past 90 feet? Please tell us. The first time I went past 90 feet, I got scared because um, there's a certain level at which you're, you need to have a different oxygen mi mix in your tanks. Otherwise, you can suffer from something called uh, nitrogen narco narcosis, which fun. means that you start to see things. You can't really determine which way is up. Yeah. So I got right back up to to where it was supposed to be. I I'm just that little watched, octopus going, nope. Uh -huh. I just watched a TikTok about a guy who was like very experienced and he died trying to uh, get a corpse that had been there for a few years and nobody could find. And yeah. as he was trying to untangle it, he got tangled and he ended up dying there because of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. That's not yeah. fun. It's... Yeah, you have to you have to be insanely smart about it. It's not not something that I would ever mess around with by any by any stretch. Yeah, yeah. More power to you. That's like that's one of those things where I wish I could get my mind around it and do it, but I don't it know. was just so much of an easier choice. Like I've been skydiving. And nope. that I will literally never do again. Why? It seems really fun. Shut up. You oh, just seriously. hurl yourself out of a plane. Yeah. I think I'd like I it. can get behind hang gliding. Like a gentle flight. I can death, not like a sudden plunge to your sudden death. drops, no. Mm. Hard pass. Well, you know, in the first little bit, you're not really 100% sure that you're falling because you're so far up, you don't really see the ground. We've got a, uh, a comment here, Jenny. I appreciate Jenny's passion and research, but I am a skeptic that wants to be proven wrong. Good work, though, Jenny. <laughs> All right, Jenny, that means she's got to go dive more. Get them was. mermaid photos. <laughs> Get them photos. Put it on TikTok. Go visit that person in person. I will. And <laughs> who is that? Who is that person? That's if Doug. you need a heavy, I'm right here. That's Doug. Punch him in the face. Oh, did you hear that? That was amazing. That was good. Like <laughs> Doug. We'll see you at the bike racks. Doug, Three o'clock. Doug, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Doug, Doug went from his personal Facebook where it says his name over to his Twitch where it's like his handle. He thinks we don't know. He thinks he pulled a fast oh, Okay. We see how it is. Yeah, we know we it's you, Doug. We know who you are, Doug. Right, but I appreciate I appreciate the compliment, Doug. Appreciate the compliment that even though you don't believe me, 
it was still a good presentation. I'm, I'm still skeptical as well. I'm going to be full. You're full always com- skeptical. Full, full yeah, for sure. I will Shut up. When it comes to the ocean, I will very confidently say I know nothing and anything is possible. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone I, I, saying that they know what's in the I'm ocean. Willing, I'm willing to say that under a lot of different circumstances, people will perceive what's not there and really believe that that's what they're seeing. So in their minds, like, yes, they're being 100% truthful. I've seen this. I've experienced this. I'll be willing to say, okay, that. But just in general about a lot of the things we talk about, I just am the nominee. Is this about Columbus? Are you trying to excuse Columbus's yeah, behavior? Is that what you're doing? I'm a, a Columbologist. <laughs> I, I think he is. I'm a I'm pro-Columbus, guys. Now you know. <gasps> Not so oh, much the colonizing, but the sea captain. The manatee manatee. Yeah. Just the manatee love, guys. Okay, no, <laughs> I know. We get it. We get it, Frank. Just gonna edit Understandable. They're very sweet creatures. <laughs> what are you saying, Jenny? What am I saying? I might be part of for cuddle for partner. I, I don't know. I look like a uh, Oh, what have we become? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my fault. I'm sorry, but I'm not at all. Doug says no. I want to be where the people are, and I think we should start uh <laughs> start wrapping Doug, it up. I don't I don't want to know where the people are. No. No, neither do I. Hence the my worst. love of the ocean. I do not want to be where the people are. <laughs> the worst. At all. I would like to be in, in well, the people ocean. People are terrible. That's and all not, he said. He's like, not I by just want to be with the people. <laughs> Fish are friends, not Fuck food. Off, Fuck off, Doug. <laughs> oh, boy. Go back to Super Balls. All right. Uh, should we play like the closing music and all that stuff? You wanna you wanna do that, Jenny? I'll let you make the call on that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, cool. um, I'm I'm just about out of out of reported facts and whatnot. Reported facts, reported stories, or facts. Who knows? I don't know. My mind's open. Doug says I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Shut up, Doug. Okay, this is just and. Uh, we don't need to. We don't need to read anymore. He's not actually like on the show right off. now. You I'm don't just, need to read it. Yeah. There's like a little switch we can just like. I'm just. I'm just. I was just reading. I was hoping that uh, we had Nick Hansen that was going to say something else, but no, it's just Doug. So I just. I'll just. Yeah. Sorry, no. Doug. Here's the switch. It's right here. Bloop. <laughs> Doug's now been muted. <laughs> oh, Me. Nick Hansen does say thank you for uh, entertaining me this evening. Uh, thank you, Nick Hansen, for uh, being and- with us tonight. Nick Hansen is a delightful human. Also met him at the uh, Paracon. Uh, Kara so. wanted to point out that uh, Nick Hansen is her door buddy. And then she also wanted to point out that I am not her door buddy. Uh, she needed to be very specific and, and tell me that I am not her door buddy like Nick Hansen I, is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, know I know. Mean. I know exactly. They walked in at the same time. They did. To the to the conference. Yeah, they walked so, in at so the same just time. So we're, a very nice person. So we're just in the understanding. None of us or Kara's door buddy, but Nick Hansen is. The place I, was, I was right outside the building. So anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. So that is a good reason to come out and see us at the Oddities Expo. Because so you can be our door buddies. You can be yes, our door buddies. Because we love, honey meeting, we love meeting our listeners. It's amazing. I now know who Nick is. And I have enjoyed his contribution even more to tonight's podcast. Yeah, but that's not my final thought. Okay, let's go around the room. James Tressa, do one of y'all want to do your final thought? 
I want to do one. Uh, final thought. I was pretty skeptical, but Jenny pulled it out. She, Jenny's got all the facts. Jenny's got all the research, and she has convinced me that I'm not skeptical. I'm not as skeptical anymore. It wasn't just always sea cows, Columbus. I think my final thought is just like really cool that Jenny does diving. Like that's like yeah, right. Uh, I'm just yeah, like that. I'm, that's my takeaway here. It's impressive. Uh, Learned a new fun, fun fact about Jenny. Mm-hmm. Jenny, what's your final thought? Uh, I have all kinds of travel stories that I will tell you all about if you will uh, make me feel as good as you guys made me feel with those final thoughts. Um, <laughs> no, I'm very much into it, always have been, but I am excited about doing the research on this. And I really, really enjoy uh, that we could have a discussion about what it might be like um, and take some some science into it, too. That's always fun. I, fun. I love I like that aspect. Because yeah. I'm on board and I'm going to believe stuff just because I think it's better in life if you just kind of believe stuff but way more fun yeah i do like to have some scientific backing so it's my final thought all right guys i'll close it up uh i didn't actually mute doug but he said great work jenny he actually uh <laughs> says uh don't buy into his baiting he said uh that we all did a great job thank you doug so. uh, my final thought is really great stuff to think about I personally am skeptical, but I do love hearing about it. I really want to believe. That's that's me in a nutshell. I want to believe that whole thing. Jenny knows this very well. I do. I uh, do. So with that, uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. Nick Hansen, thanks for coming on. Next week, Valiant Thor with James. It's going to be a fun night. Uh, Kara's coming back. Ashley's coming back, I believe. Let me see who's got the night off next week. Who's got the night off next week? Uh, well, nobody has the night off next week. It looks Yay, like we're, gonna have a we're full all here. House next full, week. House. full house. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. So we'll see you all next week for Valiant Thor. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. And we, we will publish this out on Thursday morning for your commute, whether that's Thursday or Friday. And we will see you all next week. Thank you so much. We love you all. Take care of yourselves. Say hi to your mom. And uh, stay <laughs> weary of the water, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.